0: Welcome to The Reign Podcast, where we empower women to understand what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus.
1: I'm Melissa. And I'm Abby. We are your hosts. We love talking about what it means to experience clarity on your God-given mission. We hope to be an encouragement to you along
0: your journey of what it means to reign as a strong disciple of the King in a world that is at war
1: against what we believe. We want to walk alongside you and guide you in your day-to-day life as you experience every adventure and mission God has for you
0: what is up everybody we are so happy to be back here for the first podcast of 2021 so congrats to everyone that made it through this tough year i don't know about you guys but rather than being a burden last year was actually kind of like a blessing for both of us Mm -hmm. um we ended last year talking about the importance of strong friendships and family relationships that are anchored in the lord so to start off this new year we are going to be talking about mission statements and how to seek god for his specific mission in your life
1: yeah, last year was definitely a wild one. Um but as we both Abby and I went through some hard things, uh just choosing to find God's blessings that were hidden yes. in different different pockets throughout the year. And definitely for me, I had um had to go through closing down my dog grooming shop due to injuries with my shoulder and my hand and Abby was working there at the time. And uh and so having a mission statement really proved to me this past year how helpful it was to keep me anchored in who God is, who I am in Christ, and what he had for me to to do last year when my world had changed so much Mm -hmm. and everyone's world had changed. Knowing um, the work God has for us to do keeps Mm -hmm. us making the most of the time that we're here, especially in the year like 2020 and covid and everything yeah
0: and it was crazy to see like even with melissa's story too it was crazy to see because i was walk like right side along her (laughs) once covered in dog hair with her you guys know that so it was crazy to see how the difference between having faith and having someone to put your hope in versus this could have destroyed missy if she had to shut her shop down if she didn't have someone to put that hope in so it was so cool to walk alongside her as my mentor and watch her take it as a woman like a champ (laughs) and just really use God as her shield to anything that Satan tried to throw at her, any lies or anything. So I thought that was really cool in 2022 Mm -hmm. is that we learned how to be strong in God and abide in him. Mm -hmm. That's my
1: word guys for 2021. So anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I I just came off the beginning of each year I spend time praying and Abby has been mm-hmm. as well and just vision for the year ahead and mm-hmm. so just before this Abby was telling me about her word for twenty twenty one. It's pretty cool. She neat, she neat. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And uh and so with the mission statement each year, um and we'll talk about this later, but your mission statement can change from year to year, season mm-hmm. to season. Um, and uh but it still kinda has that same theme that God the reason why God has you here and it helps us stay focused Mm -hmm. Um, especially being a business owner I learned the value of having mission statements helped me understand like who I was serving in my business and why I was there what I wanted our business to be known for and I learned through just business classes and how to craft a mission statement to make the most of the the services that I was offering my customers. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, mission statements are, can be used across the board, whether it's something from God or it's used in a business, really any organization that there's a group of people need, they need to have a mission statement. So the group is unified and knows, you know, what their mission is, what the objective is, is why they're getting together. Military groups, obviously they go on mission and so they Mm -hmm. know what their mission is, what the goal is, what the jobs are per person. And, you know, even if you think of some big, big businesses out there that we're all very familiar with, you can Google like the mission statement for any, you know, big business. And I went ahead and just did a couple. I looked up the mission statement for Starbucks and theirs is to inspire and nurture the human spirit. One person, one cup. And one neighborhood at a time. <laughs> they definitely did that to me. <laughs> oh, they do it to me when I get together <laughs> with a girlfriend at Starbucks. Yeah, we get coffee, and like any town you go to, definitely nurtures the human spirit <laughs> for me. The smell of coffee, the taste of coffee, it's a peach tranquility tea for me, dog. Oh, it's so good, so good. So I'd say they've really um, succeeded in what their mission statement was. Yeah and i've um I haven't read this the story of the guy who started Starbucks, but I'm sure back when he started and he crafted that mission statement, he probably thought, "How are we ever going to make this happen yeah um but they've really they had their mission and they've lived into it, and now neighborhood wise they're everywhere even mm-hmm. when i've you know I've traveled across the world and i there's Starbucks Stella? everywhere mm-hmm. um, and then another famous uh company that we're all very familiar with is Apple. Mm-hmm and we, most of us have iPhones. Yes. <laughs> and uh their mission statement is to bring the best personal computing product, computing products and support to students, educators, designers, scientists, engineers, business persons and consumers in over 140 countries around the world. I'd say they've done really good because oh, yeah. everybody always has an iPhone in their hand.
0: Yes. For sure.
1: All of the time.
0: And it's helped all those people, too. Like, I don't think we would have half the technology we need to... not. Nah, okay, that's a lot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe not half, but, like, a lot of the technology has come from Apple. A lot of the advancements that they've made has mm-hmm. come because Apple has come out with something. And then other people are like, oh, dang. Like, we need that, too. Yeah. But then to add on to that, I wanted to say also not just, like, businesses, but also, like, sports teams. Like, mm-hmm. with my volleyball mm-hmm. team, um, the year that we went to state back in 2017 or 2018, mm-hmm. I think one of those years... I don't think I told you this, but like <laughs> this is new to Missy cool. too, guys. Um, so our mission statement for that year was, um we are going to state in 2018, 2017, whenever it was. Oh. Like, that was our thing. We always said that every practice, we're going to state this year. We're going to state this year. Wow. Like, what is your goals, girls? We're going to state this year. So we had it, and they even had us have a notebook, and we wrote it down, we are going to state in 2018, because wow. when you write it, you believe it. Yeah. So I wrote in that book, the j- notebook that had, like, 80 pages in it. I just, mm-hmm. You would catch me writing, we are going to state in 2018, and guys, guess what we did. We went to state in 2018. <laughs> Coolest experience ever. But also, that just shows that, like, when you're part of a team, too and when you have that mission statement where you're all working towards the same common goal like you're more likely to achieve that goal if you stick to your mission statement rather than us just being like oh yeah we're gonna go win something we're gonna go Mm -hmm. try our best or wait which is a good I'm not saying do like don't try your best now but I'm saying like when you stick to that higher goal you have a whole group of people that are organized together and running towards that same goal at a time which I thought was really cool that goes along with mission Mm -hmm. statements
1: Yeah. That is awesome. But, and if your coach didn't have that vision mm-hmm. and then communicated of that course. mission to the team players,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: might have settled for, you know, I don't know what something lower than yeah. going to state would be, but you might have settled for not yeah. that because you thought maybe I, we can't accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Being a small little country school, how could we ever <laughs> go to state? Yeah. But because of that mission, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys kept believing that and talking yeah. about it, it kept your focus on the mission yeah. rather than getting distracted on all other things.
0: Yes, that's a good thing that mission statements do. That's a good thing that you pointed mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. It's like they help us to have a clear, organized, it's like kind of like a scope for life. Like instead of looking about all the distracting things that you could in life, it gives you a scope. Your mission statement helps you to keep like, that purpose and that focus on that your mission for the world. So I think that's really really mm,
1: cool that you yeah, pointed that out. That yeah, is true. cool, cool. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. So really, any other any other group has that? Like churches have mission statements. You can look it up on their website. Non for profit organizations, and uh, yeah, it keeps us focused in what we're mm-hmm. to do. The scary thing, which we probably don't think about so much, is that though in the word the enemy also says that he has a mission statement mm-hmm. for us. Um, part of who he is, is to kill, steal, and destroy. But in Ephesians six eleven, it's such a neat passage um, where prior to that, to Ephesians, beginning of Ephesians mm-hmm. 6, it talks about relationships with husbands and wives and children and parents. And then later on, end of Ephesians, he talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Yeah. But right in the middle, the writer tells the audience to that we need to be standing firm against the strategies of the devil. And when I read that to realize that the enemy has strategies Mm -hmm. against us to kill, steal, and destroy humans who are creating God's image, Mm -hmm. that if he has a strategy to kill us Mm -hmm. or to make our life miserable or to not go on the path that God has for us, if he's strategizing, he's planning... He's doing all he can. He has a mission for us, yeah, just like the culture, the culture has a mission, um yeah, I think we've talked before that it's so easy to go with the culture to so easy to go with the in crowd or the mainstream. You can mm-hmm. basically just picture yourself like on a river and you're in a tube, and if you just sit back and kick your feet up, you're going to mm-hmm. go down the river, but we have to work hard and we have to strategize to go against the current, against the main culture, um, to follow the Lord because the Lord is not of this world. The enemy is the prince of the air here, but the Lord is the, the ruler. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so to, to just remember that he has, he has a mission statement, businesses have mission statements, sports teams have them. And so why shouldn't we, why shouldn't we have (laughs) a mission statement (laughs) to really seek the Lord and see what he has for us, for humans, for um, humans created in his image. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to share a couple uh, verses that talk kind of like a broad picture of what his mission is for humanity, mm-hmm. and then we're going to kind of narrow it down a little bit. But we being the Rain podcast, our mm-hmm. verse is Genesis 128, when it talks about that um, to rule and reign and govern the, the earth that God's given us. And um, so he, he wants us to rule, to reign, to govern, because the enemy is the prince of the air. He's been given power over this world. But as Christ's followers, we get to rule and reign with kingdom principles in the schools that we go to, the workplaces mm-hmm. that we are, the neighborhoods we live in, to bring heaven to earth. And then, um, so that's like the beginning of the Bible. And then in Matthew 28, after Jesus had done his ministry, he left his mission to the the disciples, the 12 men that he had just discipled for three years and telling them he's going to go away, but he has a specific mission for his, his disciples. And, um, it's in Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, it says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And so that was the last words that Jesus told his disciples after being here on the earth was to go into all the world, make disciples. And, uh, and so that's kind of like just the overarching umbrella of what God Mm -hmm. has for us humans. Yeah. (laughs) And then even the beginning of Acts eight, it talks about, um, to go to the ends of the earth and to, to basically get the, the gospel to the ends of the earth. And it's crazy to think that there are still tribes in parts of the world that have never even heard about Jesus. They haven't heard the gospel. And it's just like...
0: Not sickening, but like it's like so sad to even think about that too. Is that like I could have that opportunity to go over there and do that, and I'm not doing it. So mm, someone know. wants to send me an extra like five thousand so dollars, <laughs> like the minister to people who don't know the word yet. That would be very much so appreciated.
1: <laughs> that would be great. Let's go. Let's hop in. The, we hop love in the our trips. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, I had heard a really neat story that. Well, not I don't know if it's neat, but it was a very eye opening that. The product, Pepsi, the pop, the soda, mm-hmm. they also have a mission statement. I didn't look that up. But they have, if you go to any, which both Abby and I have been to like third world countries, the crazy thing is, is you go to these places where not much technology has gotten. It's very remote. People mm-hmm. live in, I like saw people living in mud huts in Africa. Shacks. In shacks, yeah. But yet what I saw across the board, everyone had Pepsi in their hand. Mm. or pop, or some type of a soft drink.
0: Yeah.
1: And to think that Pepsi has done such a good job of getting their product to the ends of the earth when the church still hasn't gotten the gospel. Oh,
0: gosh. <laughs> I didn't even think about it either. <laughs> to the ends of the earth?
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need to get what Pepsi's on. <laughs> We know. need to, like, stick
0: the gospel on, like, a Pepsi, like, little, like, there you thing go <laughs> so that when it goes across there, we'd have Pepsi, or buy our, our gospel with it. That'd be great. <laughs> I <know> what's this. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That's, like, that's really eye-opening. That's, like, really, you don't think about that. You don't think about, like, these pop. Pop brands like mm-hmm. soft, sugary soft drinks. <laughs> dental genocide like
1: <laughs> where they ruin <clears> you, have
0: <throat> your teeth. <laughs> but like that's crazy that they get all the way out there, but then our our gospel isn't even out there too. Mm,
1: yeah, there's still people that live in remote villages that have never even heard the gospel. That's crazy. Yeah, so why it's you know it's so important to <clears throat> to seek the Lord and what His mission is for us. And then just to narrow it down, I think what I've learned is God has a unique mission for each person or each family. Um, Some of my close friends and I, we've talked about our mission statements that God's given us and, you know, their family has a specific mission for their marriage and for their family as a team, for their children. And In Ephesians 2.10, it it says that we are God's masterpiece, created for good works beforehand, that we should walk in them. And to know that we have a unique mission that Mm -hmm. God's planned for us from, you know, before we were even conceived, that he has a mission to bring heaven to earth through our life Mm -hmm. and to share the gospel with those around us or who we go on mission to. And, uh... It's just really neat to think that that the God of the universe would have such a, a unique, special mission for us. It just, yeah. I know for me, it's helped me wake up with more purpose, especially yeah, on sure. days where maybe I'm just getting beat down and tired, mm-hmm. but when I do pull back out my mission statement and I reflect on that, it reminds me of what makes me tick, you know, yeah. what special message God's given me, and it gives me more, like, oomph in my day gives you purpose yeah yeah definitely to not want to keep you know hitting the, the snooze button and it makes me like like mission statements just kind
0: of make me want or like that just like that purpose in general like it brings me back to, like, I just don't want to live, like, the normal American life. Like, I just don't want to, like, everyone's like, live the American dream. Like, (laughs) find yourself a husband, get a couple kids, and, like, go watch soccer games for the rest of your life of your kids. Be a food mom, soccer mom, whatever (laughs) thingy-ma-bob. Like, I just, I, that just doesn't, like, like, uh, sure, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. But, like, how many people am I saving by just being the perfect American little Mm -hmm. family? Mm -hmm. Like, I've thought about that so much recently, too, is, like, I just want my life to be more. I just want my life to be, Like the legacy thing that we were talking Mm -hmm. about, like I feel like those people who left legacies definitely had mission statements for their life. They woke up with a purpose every morning saying that they want to make this world, I want to make this world better. I want to change this world so that when I leave it, it's going to be in a better place than where I found it.
1: Yeah. So I I think that's a really cool (laughs) thing
0: about mission statements is that's what type of thinking it starts to induce in your head. Is like you start thinking now about what can I do for God's kingdom now, waking up today, how can I use my purpose every single morning Mm. instead of just waking up and be like, nah, that's just going to be a Netflix and chill type of – like Netflix and like chill by myself type (laughs) of day. Like just sit in my bed and watch Netflix all day. Like that's just – we, I feel like we would have less of those days where we feel like we're doing nothing mm. and more of the days where we're out doing God's work, doing things for the kingdom, advancing the kingdom every single day, saving people. I feel like a mission statement is definitely something that induces mm. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, as we keep talking about mission statements, I I have to remind myself as well that there is a division between our identity and the mission that God has for us to do. It's very easy to, especially like when I was in high school and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life when mm-hmm. I grew up. Um it's it was easy to think that my occupation that I was figuring out what I was going to do when I graduated was what my identity was. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn that my identity doesn't have anything to do with the work or the mission that I'm on, but my identity is was solely that I'm creating God's image, mm-hmm. and that's where my worth and my value comes from. Yes, and then my mission, my mission statement, is the work I'm called to do, mm-hmm. to be that vehicle, to fulfill God's plans.
0: Yeah, but they that,
1: are they are separate. You know? Yeah, they're because it's very easy to I've heard a quote that says we're not or we are human beings. We're not human doings. Mm-hmm, that's And funny. God said like, <laughs> let's make man in our image, human beings. Yeah, and that. Yeah, we are a human being, and we, our identity, our worth, our value has nothing to do with what we do. Yeah. It's solely based on God and his image in us, but it's the mission that we get to Yeah, work with him and bring about his will on earth, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah,
0: I like that. That's yeah. really good.
1: because it is really easy when, especially this past year, when my business that I created when I was in high school Yeah, just, like crumbled Uh (laughs) and i really had and you saw me work through like this is not my identity my value does not come from this business my identity my worth comes from the lord Mm -hmm. and um keeping those separate i think if you i think so many people can get caught up in their missions
0: that they like start to limit themselves to their mission Mm -hmm. like they feel like that they've done all that they've been called to do in their mission. So they're done with their calling. Like they like, like we're satisfied. Yeah. Check it off the list. (laughs) Like, all right, that's it. Like, but I feel like if people recognize that your mission is what you're called to do and your identity is that you're created in his image, I feel like if you focus more on your identity, like how you said you you had to focus on your identity, not your mission. Mm. I feel like if people focused on their identity more than their mission, we would have more people on fire to keep doing the extra mile, keep serving God. Even when, they get tired from their work or their mission mm. and they wouldn't be strictly confined to their mission, like what they're called to do, but they're um, more focused on their identity of what they find themselves in God. Mm, so yeah. they focus on that more. Because that's
1: never changing. Yeah, that's the, never going. The work that we do, our circumstances, they will change and go yeah. up and down. Mm-hmm. And if our emotions and our value is tied to that, yeah. then our emotions are going to go up and down, <laughs> up and down. <laughs> we don't need that. We do not need that uh-huh. in this time right now. <laughs> yeah, so is there... Um, I thought we could just take time to share a little bit of how missions yeah. statements have helped direct us in our life, so is there any mm-hmm. anything Abby that you know it 's helped you with yes. as you 're learning more about this your <laughs> so walk? yeah so
0: i um I have fun fact I have been saved like i 've been a Christian for all my life all as long as I could remember, but i didn 't truly really get saved till February ninth last year, so like it 's been almost a year about. So, like, I just, I'm kind of new to mission statements myself, so I'm kind of still, like, praying (laughs) on mine, Mm -hmm. yeah, and praying about what I really want my mission statement to be about my life. But one huge thing that um, God's helped me in regards to what I want to do with my life is I know that God definitely uses the experiences and He definitely uses the passions that we have to create our mission statement and to create what we want for our life. So I had a huge passion when I went back on a mission trip Three years ago, I think. Wow, that's a while. Oh yeah. my gosh, I feel old. Um, so, I went on a mission trip three years ago and I got the opportunity to be exposed to dental hygiene and do it for the kids down there in Honduras. And just the simple act of just brushing their teeth and showing them how to have good dental hygiene really opened up my eyes to see like that's something I want to do for my future. Is I want to be able to maybe even possibly do this on mission trips and be, come back and do this exact same thing. So, that's where God showed me that that's something definitely in my story that I want to do as my mission. And then another thing God also blessed me with is God blessed me with a huge passion for youth. Oh my gosh, I love kids. I love kids, youth, any type of just person that I can pour into who is younger than me because it makes me feel like since I didn't have like, a younger sister, or I didn't have anybody like that, like, it makes me feel like I have young girls that I get to, like, kind of be, like, an unbiological sister to, so I definitely see that in my future, in my mission statement, too, is that I want to involve myself in the youth because I'm such a next-gen person, like, the next generation leaving, that's coming behind me, I want them to rise up as followers of Christ and people who are truly devoted to, um, figuring out their purpose and serving God in any way that they can versus just, another generation of American dreamers where they don't get much done, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, And so then another thing that I think is really, really cool is I think my personality and the way God created me to be is another huge part of my mission statement is because God made me a way that I can seek the positives and find the positives and laugh my way through life in through hard times and other things like that. So I feel like God is going to use me in in that way in my mission statement for when I'm older um, I don't really particularly know yet, but he's going to use this crazy, energetic, positive <laughs> ball of Abby for, for <laughs> something in the future. We don't know yet. but um, And then my last one that I thought was really, really cool that I really think is also part of my mission statement is a part of my rest for my mission statement. So God has always put into me, like, a love for hiking and being adventurous and just being outside. I just love God's creation because he is such a stud. Our God created such a beautiful world. And I want to go and explore. Like I made a goal. I just hung out. I just hung up my national parks poster on my wall. And I want to make sure I go to every single one of them before I die. (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, I don't know, but God might take me out sooner. So that'll be unfortunate, but that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> but so I feel like that's another way too is that's um how I want to get my rest in my mission statement mm. so I don't know mm. we're praying on it so God's mm. going to help me take apart all of those things that I just mentioned and put it all into one mission statement but I haven't got to the point yet where I get to craft my own because God hasn't led me to find the right pieces to put in it and the right way to bring it all together so I would love to hear Missy's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Missy's story because is more put together than mine <laughs> But so Missy, what, tell us more about your mission statement. Sure thing. Um, well, this was an idea I was given when I was in high school about mission statements. Mm-hmm. And it really helped me decide on what I was going to do for work afterwards, after high school. Mm-hmm. And so I did craft one as part of my like graduating program, um, was to, to go through this workbook on mission statements. Yeah. And it has served me so much throughout the years. And I can't, I have it written down and framed, I think, in a box of stuff from my bedroom when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was along the lines of, I really had a heart for younger women as well. Mm-hmm. And I saw the the problem in the world that there really wasn't a lot of good, for me, there wasn't a lot of good uh, role models to look up to. Yeah. And I saw the younger girls coming up behind me really didn't have a lot of clear direction on what yes. it meant to be Yes You know, a godly woman uh-huh. and a young woman and what does it look like serving God through high school and single years and Yeah. Um, and so I also had a love for animals and my horses and so as I crafted that God really brought together my love for horses and dogs as the horses I used as, like, every little girl has a, a season of horse crazy. Oh, yeah, I did. I was yeah. a horse girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> I never got rid of that craziness. Yeah, mine was a year and then it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I picked up a volleyball. <laughs> yeah. My fashion changed. Yeah, so I've I w- the Lord showed me how I love the horses, and I had horses, and every time I would meet a young lady... I would say that I had horses, and they were all excited, Mm -hmm. and it it was amazing how many friendships it opened just by inviting them to come over and see the horses. It led to Bible study groups that I did with young women, um, young women retreats that we did at our house, Mm -hmm. and then also, like, occupation-wise, I loved animals, and I knew I had a heart for being available to the young women in my community, and Mm -hmm. specifically young moms that we knew. I, again was friends with the little girls, and then I became friends with the moms, Mm -hmm. and so I just had a heart for family, and so as I was praying into the work I was going to do, I wanted to be self-employed, so that I had a flexible schedule, and could be available with the families, so I got into doing dog grooming, I love the animals, and you know, 15 years later, I had, you know, Hidden Creek Grooming, and then Abby started working for me, And it was amazing how that that occupation was a tool time and time again Uh to fulfill that that mission that God had for me. Yeah. And then when I was probably in my mid-20s or so, that mission statement I made when I was 17 or 18 wasn't necessarily applying as it did right out of high school. And so I just started praying and kind of crafting a new statement. Mm -hmm. Um, as the seasons had changed. And I'll just read that. And and it really, like Abby was saying, it touches on different parts of my life and it helps me remember what I'm here for, I guess. And so I just wrote out like a a short, you know, little statement that says, My life mission is encouraging families to thrive in their life calling in their home and business by living a faith-filled life and bridging the gap in generations and cultures creating space to enjoy the sweet moments in life. I am passionate about bringing change to environments and regions for the cause of Christ and advancing the kingdom of God one life at a time.
0: Mine will get that good eventually, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was years of crafting and honing and adding and subtracting. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. But um, really, this last year when I had to close my shop, I didn't realize how important it was until Mm. I went back to that mission statement and I I was like my I'm passionate about families and for families to thrive and it was just so neat you guys like June 15th was our last day we closed the shop and I had no clue what I was going to do for work I was she had no idea (laughs) no idea
0: at all I we I was there I went through it I was there with her I didn't know what I was going to do either. (laughs) (laughs) Because when she lost the job, I lost my job. so (laughs) We were in the same boat.
1: Oh, it was just such a humiliating time. (laughs) No, it was
0: not. It was a building time. It was a period of growth.
1: Yeah, it sure was Mm -hmm. for both of us. And you were so gracious through it all. Yes. Uh, But um, it was amazing going like, no idea. I thought I was growing this business to the business is done. And I had about two months that I I wasn't working, and I was just working mm-hmm. on rehab. And then I just started pressing into that mission statement. And God's like, you love families. You love helping them thrive in, in their home, in their children, in their business. Mm-hmm. And um, what crazier time than COVID when all of a sudden everybody's being forced to homeschool their kids. And I, you know, grew up being homeschooled and helping families for many years with homeschooling. Yeah. And two months didn't go by, and I had, within a matter of weeks, I had five families mm-hmm. that hired me on a weekly God basis. Is good.
0: God is good. <laughs> we love God. God uh-huh. is good. All the time. All the time.
1: It was, it was just amazing to see. But if I didn't have that, like, that bullseye to look forward yeah. to when my world was shaken... Yeah. Um it really anchored me, which was my word for last year. Yes. And uh yeah, it just it helped me not wallow in my grief and my yeah. self-pity and my depression about everything. Uh-huh. And now my days are filled mm-hmm. with little ones and women that are moms that we've become the best of friends now. Mm-hmm. And it's just really neat. So that's why we we decided to take the first month of January and talk about mission statements and how God has a mission for each one of us. There's missions that are going against us, but if we seek the Lord,
0: mm-hmm. he has
1: amazing plans for each one of us.
0: Yes, he sure does. So, yeah. now that you guys kind of know like the more of the why and the importance of like mission statements, we want to really encourage you guys to prepare your hearts and just spend some time in prayer and let God lead you in his plan of what your mission statement is for your own life, like I am currently doing right now in a period of prayer over that. Um, So we also encourage you guys to use the next two weeks to spend time in prayer and prepare your heart for our next podcast, which is going to be Crafting Your Mission Statement where we are going to talk about the action steps and tools that you can use to build your own. So we hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your day and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye! Bye! Bye!